Selena, we're going to tackle the trad wife trend here today, but I have a question for you to start this conversation off. Are you a trad wife? I am a, I mean, <laughs> I think there are parts of the trad wife trend that I appreciate, but at the uh, core, I am not, I will say. I would say you're a rad wife. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That nice. was a low hanging fruit right there nice. and I didn't leave it behind. So, all right, we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> I feel like the rad wife thing should have gone over a little bit better than it did. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, you well, know, I was, I was trying to make sure that I was answering correctly. <laughs> and then you just like <laughs> made, not made fun, but just laughed at everything. So well, I was like, you gotta oh. have some fun. Right? You do, but we I'm just trying to this. be correct. We wouldn't be going on the sixth year of the fierce marriage podcast. If we didn't have a little fun along the way. It's true. I'm taking myself way too seriously. This is why I married you. <sighs> well, I think you have a good, you strike a good balance. We like to have fun. I like hope so. So, yeah, if you don't know who we are, I'm Ryan. This is Selena. We are the Fierce Fredericks. We minister to families, marriage, and parenting. If you haven't heard the parenting podcast yet, if you're just a an avid Fierce Marriage listener, we want to encourage you. If you have kids, go check that out. We're covering over the next, I don't know, a few months, we're covering a series of topics that I believe are going to be crucial topic topics moving forward in the mm -hmm. next 50 to 100 years in the lives of our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren. And uh, check that out. I'm happy to say that the Fierce Parenting Podcast is approaching a quarter of a million downloads. Wow. So God has been gracious. We were like 70 episodes into that. So it's taken some hard work. That's great. Um, I want, we yeah. should share the three tenets real quick so that it's a little bit, it'll leave you a little titillated. There's a lot of T's. We're doing that alliteration really <laughs> well today. That's what yep. we do. Well, yep. First one is children are a blessing. This mm -hmm. is under Fierce Parenting. The second one is, what is it? Uh, family is God's idea. Yes. Good. And the third one is all of parenting is discipleship. And so, yeah, we unpack that on the parenting side. Yeah. Didn't intend it's to plug fun. that today. Well, it's good fun. So, yeah. all right. We are ta tackling, I'm like tackling, <laughs> tackling. We're tackling this topic of trad wife trend, trad wife, T-R-A-D wife. And uh, trad, of course, stands is, for traditional wife. Okay. So Selena, describe to me, what is a trad wife? Uh, and, and where is this trend? Where can this trend be found? <laughs> Social media. <laughs> oh, imagine that. That's Well, we found it through your Greek professor who had messaged you. <laughs> hey, shout out Tyler. Boom. Tyler, if you're listening to this. Yeah, he, he texted. He's like, have you heard of this trend? He said, this might be good, you know, podcast fodder. And I said, you know what? I've, sure. I've, I've heard of the trend, though I'm not very familiar with it. So, so funny. I, as a wife, have never heard of this trend, but I've, I can see the pieces of I think it it's because of, yeah. playing out in yeah some of the accounts that I follow. I on, see it a lot online. on Twitter. I'm not in, on Instagram hardly at all. I'm never on Twitter, always on yeah, Instagram. So I, not I, always, but that's where I am In certain, like, I think Christian circles, it tends to surface more, yes. more commonly. Uh, in particular, some of the guys I follow on Twitter. They got, they got trad wives. <laughs> I think they'd probably say that. So yeah. what is it? Although they, Are they you a trad hub? <laughs> trad dad. Oh, trad dad. But do you have to be a dad, though, to be trad? Well, if it's going to rhyme, you got to be. <laughs> but trad wife doesn't rhyme. Uh, Anyways. Anyway, trad hub, trad hubs. I don't know. That'll, There's no such thing. That'll tweet. <laughs> it will not Says tweet. Says the person who's never on Twitter. Not tweet. <laughs> no, see, the thing is, is I follow like guys like uh, James White, uh, Jeff Durbin, all the kind of like apologetics guys, and um, okay, and 
they would say their wives are probably emphatically traditional, but they would never say that they have trad wives because they don't conform to this trend. Right, it's an idea. The trend is a bit of a caricature, right? Right, right. Um, so it's it's basically kind of a woman who believes in the traditional roles of marriage, uh, the traditional idea of marriage being one man, one woman. Uh, the woman, it, it's kind of looking back on a simpler time in life for some people that's like the 50s where, you know, they're a typical housewife, they get the groceries, they have an allowance uh, <laughs> to, to do all, to purchase all the things they need to. The husband's the full-time breadwinner. Uh, one of the, I think, more known, I don't know about famous is uh, Elena Petit, Petit, I don't know, she, <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that. Let's say Petit. Petit, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Going real trad up in here. Anyway. Uh, she's British, uh, she's 34 years old and uh, not a Christian or anything and doesn't claim and is not loud about anything uh, Christian based. Uh, but she was born in the 90s and she said that she was always told um, you know, be something more than just a housewife. And she always wanted to be a housewife and a mom. And so she tried the career thing, but she was miserable and her and her partner. So she's, it's her husband. They just weren't married yet. But she's like, we just, we, there was so much tension at home, like tension at work, tension at home. It just didn't seem to work. And so while she, she had quit her job and while she was looking for a new job, they were living off of his income and found out that cleaning house, buying groceries, all that made them all happier. Life was somewhat easier, more enjoyable. Hmm. Um, she talks about how, so her roles basically are, and she says this in an article that we looked up, uh, are, are cleaning the house, buying the groceries, washing and ironing her husband's clothes, cooking and baking daily. So that definitely like puts in your head the 1950s wife, right? I don't iron. I don't even know if we have an iron anymore. Maybe for like attending a wedding. I don't know. Uh, even then, I'm like, can we throw it in the dryer and spray it with water? <laughs> yes. I'll take it to the dry cleaner. It's really bad. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and in return for her hard work, again, her husband provides her with an allowance, which I think is a very triggering word. I think they should have said, you know, like a budget. We have a budget but, for okay. food. But that to me speaks to part of this trend. Right. There is this, uh, and I'll, I'll use this word more than once, but there's almost this fetidization of whatever this is, yeah. both on the women's side and on the men's side. Mm -hmm. So you've got these guys that are like all about trad wives because they're all about that, you know, kind of dominion of a man, so to speak. And then you've got these women. Um, I'm just, I'm pointing out something for better or worse, but it's like, there's, it's like they'd rather use the word allowance than, sure. than budget because there's something in them that's like, well, there's wants, something that wants to be under it's what that. It seems like, of course, yes. you can't speak to her motives, but yes, it seems like it's like why do you, can you use all the triggering words because the triggering words are like the words you want to use, right? And and she maybe she used that for whatever reason, or maybe the editor for the article wrote that. It's, it's now, real quick. I'm not speaking to whether or not the triggering is legitimate either. Right. Right? You're, just I'm just, saying there's, you're obviously using a word that's going to make some people upset. Are you doing that on purpose because you like the idea of making them upset? Or are you doing that on purpose because you like the way the word makes you feel? Right. And that, that's, of course, we can't know until we ask her. Right. And she's, I mean, she said, quote, it's like with any business, you set aside a certain amount of money for each department. So my husband gives me a set amount of money for my department of housekeeping. And I was like, Okay. Cool. Like, you got a budget. Now, if you're a radical feminist, uh, there's not a single word that she said that wouldn't trigger you. Right. In some way. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, it's just, I, it's interesting. But that's... But from a Christian yeah. perspective, so it all sounds, it's like, oh, yay. You know, like, it kind of sounds, it, it warms validates. my heart. It validates a little yeah. bit, you know. Finally, a woman embracing, like, the God-given role of, of home and wife and mother. 
um, her what she does kind of fits nicely into biblical principles that we've been given as women and so wives. Let's unpack that a little bit because well, that we see in Titus two and Ephesians five. But we just all I'm saying is that we see these principles of like loving your husband, taking care of your children, mm -hmm. training them. Um, you know, the Proverbs thirty one woman. So I'm going to push back. I'm going to push back because okay. I don't think that's what the trad wife trend is. Because no, you it's would not. See, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Because remember, like, I'm not saying that it is. I'm saying that there are there are a few principles in it of submission, okay. right? There's, but the the trad wife, the the questions that you have to start looking at from a Christian perspective, I think, is like authority. Like, is that being mm. ill defined? Uh, we talked about allurement, like this nostalgia. Uh, you you want to live in a time that you didn't live in, and you want to you want it simpler, and you want it to. It's kind of this childhood innocence. Like when you were a kid, you saw this as perfection and you want that because are you trying to escape something or do you actually want that? Like those types of questions. So you did the, most of the research for this, but I'm just going to shoot from the hip a little bit here because- You always do. I always do. <laughs> uh, it's bad shooting though. It seems like <laughs> there, okay, so there's two things that are kind of circling around in my head right now is that this is a this is the pendulum swinging, at least in some su subculture. Sure. The pendulum is swinging away from what we see as the radical- feminist movement and it's full bloom right, right now which we talked about just how uh in inane it has become it it, it is the movement is inane in that yeah. it now you have you know feminism that went so hard that basically now uh i, I recently i got an internet i was put in internet jail recently <laughs> because remember dylan mulvaney yeah like the probably one of the most famous like trans activists in the world. It's a man. Um, but he has spent the last year dressing up as a woman and, and quote unquote becoming a girl. And you said the way he he acts like just really kind of infuriates you because he he is a caricature of a woman. He's not a actual yes. woman in that sense. But I posted this picture of him. Uh, sitting and Drew Barrymore was kneeling before yeah, him. And here I'm Drew sure Barrymore is, is in a suit. You have a woman dressed a as a man, yep, and a man dressed as a woman. And, and the, the woman is kneeling to the man dressed as a woman. Ironic. So so I, that that's feminism. That's where feminism has, has brought us. And it's right. And I think feminism begin like But what I'm trying to say is it's push it that so this feels like it's that pendulum swinging back yes, in one as subculture. A, re a response in some ways. And then another thing that comes to mind, and I want to hear I, I won't interrupt any more than this, but it's like they're pushing back to some version of nostalgia. So tradition. Yeah. So in this case, back to the 50s, I, I've noticed another trad wife kind of subsection, I'll say, where they're pushing back at, even further, like to Laura Ingalls Wilder, like <laughs> Little House on the Prairie, uh, even um, in Mennonite Puritan kind of pioneer phase okay. trad wife status. Like you're, you know, you've got like the milkmaid <laughs> So there's the hardcore trad like, wife and then there's like a dabbling trad wife. Then you've got like the wife. homesteader trad wife, right? Because one version of the trad wife is like 1950s by the latest I feel like the Babylon B is going to come out with me with things for these. <laughs> like degrees of trad wife. And then you've got like the homesteader trad wife and then like the 1950s, you know, world trade fair kind of. Right. So we've, I've read, we did, we read a few articles or you and I read one and then I read some um, about feminism. And from its beginnings and its roots, it was wanting to just give women the option to be at home or be in the workforce, right? But it obviously has progressed to being at home is less, being in, in the workforce and having a career is greater. And as Christians, or at least as Ryan and Selena, <laughs> Christians, <laughs> we don't believe that that is 
a Christian worldview. We don't think that that stands up to what God says mm -hmm. and how and what the roles of a husband and wife should be. Uh, so again, like any cultural trend, we have to put it through a biblical lens. We have to ask questions. We have to filter it through scripture. So we're going to talk, we're just going to ask a few questions. We've kind of dabbled in some of them already, right? So we talked about where this tradition came from. Where did the roots of, of this trad wife, <laughs> such a weird, all the words we're coming up with lately. I'm just like, I don't, don't sound that weird to me, but whatever. Trad wife. It just, It'll grow on you. <laughs> sounds like As Chad you, life or something. Like, I don't know. I just. That's it's, the dad version. <laughs> Chad. Chad is another internet, internet meme of that's like. That's not a, what I meant, but yes. Overly masculine he, man. There you go. Chad life and trad wife. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, if you coined it. Hey, where, you found it here, people. Where did this tradition come um, from? Again, from the people, the people that are kind of in the front head so, like yeah. spearheading this that we're seeing that it's it's kind of like the 1950s even further back just historical but that tradition what we're traditions. trying to say is that tradition came from somewhere yeah and those roles that those they're duties, trying to kind of yeah. bring back to the, the forefront came from somewhere now for better or worse right. like uh there's a lot of contributing like you factors mentioned, really, we do you know we are uh complementarians even in in in, in biblically speaking which means which means that that male and female have separate roles that complement one another. They're right. they're equal in um, value, worth, and importance. You're equal to me in value, worth, and importance. But in terms of the household, there is a natural order. Yeah. And the word that no one likes to hear is there's a hierarchy in the sense that Christ said, or Paul said, and Christ, therefore Christ said, uh, I'm the head of the household, right? As right. as Christ is the head of the church, mm -hmm. right? And women are to not be the head; they are to submit. Like that's. Woo, that's a, that'll get you in trouble these days, but we don't frankly care that much because it's what the scriptures say. And so you've come to show me this beautiful picture of submission. And mm -hmm. as a husband, the headship doesn't mean that I'm just lording it over you. Right. It means that I'm actually serving as Christ served and, and dying to self as Christ died. Yeah. Um, but what you see in the 50s is that we, we have the nostalgic view of it. All the while, kind of forgetting, uh, forgetting the, the common pitfalls. Mm -hmm. that have plagued humanity since since the capital F fall, right? The distortions of these roles right. and that I will, in my sin, wield my headship sinfully and mm -hmm. I will lead you imperfectly and selfishly and, and I'll lord it over you. And, and in your sin, you will submit sinfully, usurping mm -hmm. and undermining and doing the thing. And, and so there's different kind of brands right. of how we distort our roles. Right. And so I think if we look at these trends, we say, where did this, where did this, this trend is coming from wanting to kind of revive a nostalgic period in history. But those traditions that we saw in those periods of history came from somewhere else. And we're, we're, we can't forget that even in the nostalgia, there was the sin. Right. But then look even further past the nostalgia, past the, the, the period of time <laughs> to the truth that whatever good we're seeing is actually going further back right. to biblical right. principles. Right. Um, I think of the movie Mona Lisa Smiles. Or smile, Mona Lisa's smile. Mona Lisa's smile. <laughs> but it's it's that whole time period of like the fifties, and there's these brilliant, you know, girls at this at Wellesley University, and basically this teacher from out west comes, who's Julia Roberts, and she is so excited to to teach these young minds, only to find out she's not equipped enough. They are overly like brilliant, and 
she has this realization that it's it's just a finishing school basically like Hmm. they're churning out tomorrow's women not tomorrow's leaders like women in the sense of traditional women wives yeah yeah and she's she she you see the relationship struggle she has with one of the most brilliant students who got into yale that they hold one slot for like a wellesley girl and she wants to get married and have children she's she's like but what the teacher asked what do you want to do after you're married and she's like what do you mean i'll be married like that's what I'll do, and it's just interesting the how, of course, Hollywood portrays it. But again, you know, you see the value of the roles and the duties. The traditional view it, it, it feels predictable, I think, too, to people. Mm. Like it's known. Whereas the modern, all this new, you know, blurring the lines of of roles and um, gender and all of that, it, it feels unknown to me. It feels unstable, obviously. And I don't know that people, obviously, and it, you don't have to be, I'm saying a lot of things. What do you like, mean it feels unknown? Like people are, they're saying like you, you can, you can be whatever you want and you choose to be. As a woman. Yeah. But people of the past have probably said that, but not to this loud of an extent. And so I, well, I would okay. look out and be like, so where's this going to lead me essentially? Well, like, I mean, where, if you take that take that uh, train of thought to its full fruition. That's right. one of the reasons we just kind of were talking about it earlier. The fact that you can be whatever you want to be, even to the extent of calling yourself a man when you're right. it's born a, a it's, woman. That's uh, it's tragic, human. but that's, yeah. that's where that the humanist game goes. Right. Right. And so um, I guess, yeah, I just yeah. kind of, that's, which is one of the potential pitfalls that we're going to talk about um, <laughs> here is <laughs> taking a quite, quite a circuitous route um, on this, but I wanted to mention, on the on the fierce parenting side, if you haven't yet, we just I think it would have been by the time this episode releases, it'll be two parenting episodes back. Okay. It's the population bomb fallacy part oh, two. Yeah. We talked about this. <laughs> feminism has quite and, and quite a role in the, that. The, the deleterious effects of feminism in addition to things like the pill, and in addition to uh abortion. Uh, yeah, abortion, secularism, all that, cultural shifts and how it's affected the the birth rate. Yeah. Um and, and how our young ladies are seeing childbearing becoming a wife and how that's going to bring some some pretty uh some I'll, I'll say unexpected fruit in the coming 50 to 60 years <laughs> or not fruit. so go check that out if you want to hear more on that <laughs> so question yeah. to consider where did this tradition come from always we need to always ask ourselves like what's the authority uh on trends like these and what are what are Although they may look like they're Christian, they kind of outline, they they can fall nicely into what scripture might call women to do. Uh, what is uh, what is the heart motivation behind it? What's you, you said, follow that trail kind of to the end all. And uh, basically, I think we can say that it's, it's rooted in humanism. And so what are the potential pitfalls of, uh, of identifying, I guess, I hate that word. I don't hate it. I just don't like how it's used. But yeah. identifying as a trad wife, right? Like it can lead you to believe that your life is, is you're going to base it on nostalgia and you're going to mm. essentially like humanism, it just elevates self over God, right? So then you have uh, people, again, it's just worshiping yourself. And as Christians, what is our what is our role? Like are the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. So my goal to be a trad wife is not the motivation, yeah. right? Why that can't be, be as a, a Christian. A thing, right? <laughs> it's always got to be an internet thing. It's like, if you want to do these things, if you want to, you know, serve your household in this way, if you want to pursue yeah. traditional things, which again, we're 
we're trying to lay that this kind of trad wife traditional view alongside the biblical view, which happens to have a lot of big pieces that are the pieces same. that yeah. end up being traditional because they've been around since right. since Christ and, and before. Right. I think you can just have there's the the pitfalls are just there's a wrong view that can so easily and quickly take root uh, when you talk about things like you talked about allowance. And that word being oh, one sure. under more of submission, right? Instead of budget, which I think we would use. And I'm not bulking at all. I am bulking at allowance because I feel like we're more partners in this. Although he has the final say and we've agreed well, to that. Okay, and so I trust you though. But I trust use, you. It's when not, we use the word allowance, we use when, the word allowance children, talking to children. Yes. Right? You're not a child. Right. So you're my wife. Right. Like I don't, if I'm, I'm allowing, treating you like a child. The very word allowing, allowance. You're allowing me to have something that, and that there is some of that, like, but in the, the same context. way, I could say you allow me to, because by agreement, we allow one another. Sure. So, like, I'm not here, like, holding back money, saying, <laughs> right. like, you don't got I'll allow you money. to yeah. do this when you start acting like a wife. <laughs> right. you should, that's not what we're doing. So, I, I think there's a reason why the word is grading, but I don't think it's grading for... Sure. Like you're not bucking against the idea of biblical headship and no. authority. No, I just don't know that they're defining but, things well. Is is sure. is where the pro it can be a pitfall because you're not defining uh, things like submission. Uh, what about you know? There's no moral compass. It's a trend, and so how far do you take that trend? Right when you're having marital issues or a crying baby. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> how far does a trad wife go? Right? What's the moral compass? What's the guiding light? Well, it's just kind of divvying up roles and authority, but that's going to come into. It's going to intersect, right? At some point, and there's going to be conflict. Get this baby. All right, so we're back. Um, so we've been talking through potential pitfalls. I just now it's been a, few, a minute or two for us, but not for our listener. Um, can we succinctly define these pitfalls? So as we're Christian people looking at this trend, thinking, okay, it's tempting to jump on board and want to kind of fall in line with the trend, but instead we're saying, fall in line with scripture, fall in line with biblical womanhood, right. not hashtag trad wife womanhood. There you go. Um, so uh, among that, that's like the big overarching thing we're trying to communicate. So I also think that, you know, the rise of the internet and no one would deny this and this may go without saying, but that's what's created trends. Yeah, uh, well, and so what are we, there were trends what, prior, but the trends nowadays are so loud and they're right. so segmented and they're so fast. Yes. And they come up and they leave. And so it's like, yeah, I, I agree with a lot of the traditional messages that they're putting out there, but it also can feel like it, it attacks your identity as a woman of Christ, right? Like you should know how to bake these things and you should know how there's just, it's another should, right? That wives don't really need to be honest. Right. The imperative for a biblical woman and a biblical man is faithfulness, right? Faithfulness under God and faithfulness unto each other as a result of God's goodness to us. And when you pile on these shoulds, that's right. when it starts to feel easy to uh it's easy to feel condemned if so right i'm picturing the, uh the, i i forget on it's probably on twitter but the picture of a trad wife that i saw and it was not the 1950s version it was like the the puritan version <laughs> 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 or it's like this this woman in a in a long dress she you can't really see her face but she's got she you assume that she's beautiful and she's looking out over a field she's like got one kid kind of by her waist on one side, then she's holding another baby on her hip. And then she's like getting a, a sheep to come in. 
Sorry. And I'm like, okay, so if you're, if, if you've bought it, if you bought into this trend as a woman and you feel like that's what it means to be a biblical woman, if somehow you've conflated the two, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you now feel like you're, uh, you know, two bedroom, one bath apartment or your house in the suburbs with, you know, point one acres of land and, you know, you've got a dog but right. you don't, and you might have a fence, but it's a white picket fence and not a, you know, not a farm fence. <laughs> all of a sudden you start feeling like, wow, my life is not good enough. I am not good enough. What are those voices of? Discontentment. Discontentment. <laughs> exactly. So we, we need to be aware of this and, and with any trend, with but any I trend, think especially true. this one, because it is so closely the, the duties or the roles, the pieces that make it up are so closely related to uh, the Christian wife sure. role. Um, so let's look for the Christian wife. All right. We're going to go to scripture. We're going to talk about a few things in script, a few scriptures that I think will help clarify um, All right. our reasons, right? For yeah. why we are not a trad wife, but we are a godly wife. Proverbs 31 woman. <laughs> this hashtag godly wife. Is that a thing? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Let's just go with that. All right. Pro, uh, Titus 2, 3 through 5. Uh, Older women likewise are to be reverent in their behavior, not malicious gossips, nor enslaved to much wine, teaching what is good, so that they may encourage the young women to love their husbands. This is the the real trad wife part. Teach the young women, encourage them to love their husbands, to love their children, to be sensible, pure, workers at home, kind, being subject to their own husbands, so that the word of God will not be dishonored. Do you want to unpack that at all or just move on? (laughs) Should we let scripture just say Let's what scripture just let it bear says? Its weight. Yeah. It, is, it is what it is. All right. Uh, 1 Timothy 6 6. You want to read this one? But godliness actually is a means of great gain when accompanied by contentment. So we were talking about that earlier. What translation is this? You got NASB. some oh, NASB. Very wooden. Uh, the other ESV is like godliness with contentment is of great gain. Oh, yes. Um, I mean, why don't you unpack that a little bit? Because we were talking about the discontentment that trends can bring. And so. Well, I mean, never I before in human history were you, ha, are you subjected to so much perfection and beauty <laughs> that is honestly not real. Yeah. So, especially with the advent of filters. So you have these, especially if you're a woman, <laughs> because I could care less. Like if a guy gets on Instagram and he's ripped and he's got, you know, he's got, I, I could really care less like what he looks like. Now, if he's accomplishing awesome things, I have to deal with that in my own heart. <laughs> but physical appearances of men doesn't doesn't really affect me in terms of my own identity but you got these filters that are designed to make lum- women look perfect perfect skin perfect like facial contours yeah. perfect makeup whatever the trend is just update the filter and now everyone looks like that trend yeah. if they're using that filter and so yeah we have this window into beauty and perfection that is it is it's, it, unattainable it's so for distorting a real, to our yeah perspective and so then when you now put the phone down and you're looking in the mirror and you don't have your makeup on you haven't done your hair you've gained some weight you've whatever the thing is i feel seen (laughs) so do i (laughs) you don't wear makeup you're a man that's true uh but the point is is that now all of a sudden you're you 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 have devalued yourself because you've you've propped this up on a pedestal so high and god is looking at you saying like I've called you to live your real life. Which is, as a woman, you're to be reverent in your behavior, not mm. malicious or gossip or enslaved to much wine, teaching what is good so you can encourage young women to love their husbands, love their children, be sensible, yeah. pure, workers at home. Like The Bible is not quiet about the roles and the... Ooh, wait till you hear about what Second Timothy says. Oh, baby. <laughs> Second Timothy 3, love 1 my through Bible. 8. 
this is Paul talking to Timothy in, in terms of his pastoral ministry, kind of warning him against people coming in and kind of upsetting the balance or of what Timothy is teaching. And, and he doesn't want Timothy to stray from the course. He wants him to hold fast to truth and continue leading and teaching and, and, and being a minister in light of what Paul has taught him. So in chapter three, Paul comes around to this. He says, but realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come for people will be, okay. I'm not saying Paul is writing about us, but what he has written obviously applies to us in, a, in some sense, mm-hmm. right? It's not about us, but it's, it, descri- it mm-hmm. describes us. <laughs> so I said for people will be lovers of self in the last days, lovers of money, the boastful, arrogant, slanderers, disobedient to parents. Now just think about everything that's happening in our culture right now. Ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, mm. malicious gossips, without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness, though they have denied its power. Now he says, avoid such people as these. Now this is the part where Paul uh, really doesn't pull any punches. He says, for among them are those who slip into households. Okay, but now we're in the domestic sphere. They slip into households and captivate weak women. I, I, now in the uh, CSB, What's the Greek say? CSB, I don't know. I didn't look at it. The CSB version. It's the, wait, no, the HCSB calls it, calls them gullible women. So it captivates weak women weighed down with sins, led on by various impulses, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Wow. So the part that sticks out to me is holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power. So to me, this mm-hmm. that's that's where this trad wife thing can really go off the rails. Mm-hmm. Now, there's aspects to it that that maybe are beautiful and, and worth kind of valuing. But if we are not Christians about this trend, if we don't look at it through the lens of Scripture and and run the filter of our identity through our identity, like of who, who who Christ is, what He did, what He's calling us to in obedience in terms of being now people on mission, starting with our disciples, our first disciples, which would be your, you know, your spouse and your kids mm-hmm. and the first domain within which we are to subdue it, the household. Mm-hmm. If we don't view this through that lens, we are, we run the risk of, of, we'll see it uh, yeah. excuse me. Yeah. We, I, I we're, we, uh, it says, yeah, we run the risk of holding to a form of godliness, but denying its power. Mm-hmm. So how do we hold to a form of godliness as we do the things like I'm going to make this dinner because this dinner is what a trad wife would do as opposed to I'm going to make this dinner, prepare this dinner because I love my God. And because I love my God, I love my family. Right. Well, and I want to glorify him in what I do. I'm not glorifying myself on Instagram. That's good. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to. Uh, there's a post that I saw and I don't I haven't been through all of her stuff, so I'm not going to name Uh, this account but she said my worth isn't found in my physical appearance but i'm going to steward my body well and make an effort my worth isn't found in my homemaking skills but i'm going to use them for god's glory and my family's benefit all the baby all right let me give me that baby rad dad (laughs) my worth isn't found in my husband or marriage but i'm going to love him well and give it my all my worth isn't found in my children but i'm going to do my best to disciple them in the ways of the lord Spending time on something doesn't mean you're finding your worth in that thing. You can know for certain that your worth is found only in Jesus Christ while also pouring much of your time and energy into the various things he's given you. Mm-hmm. Focusing much of your time and energy on your marriage, home, and children isn't idolatry. It's being a good steward of the various things with which God has blessed you. 
And she ends with a quote, I have one desire now to live a life of reckless abandon for the Lord, putting all my energy and strength into it. That's by Elizabeth Elliot. Oh. <laughs> um, I want to give this woman credit because I feel like this is what she said. I fully agree with. Uh, it's the underscore reformed wife. Uh, and she's somebody I follow and um, she posts a lot of just solid, solid stuff that I've seen. Um, again, there's always the exception. So uh, I think she says it well of just remembering that, uh, who we are in Christ, that our worth and our values in Christ, who are we, who we are created for, not to glorify self uh, and not to even take pleasure in things for ourselves, right? We enjoy these things unto the glory of God. We enjoy baking food for our, or cooking food for our family um, because that is a role that God's given us and we do it for his glory, for our good. Uh, we submit to our husbands in the most pure and biblical definition of submission because she's mad. <laughs> she's having a hard time. Um, because that's what God has called us as wives to do. And there's beauty and purpose right. in that. All right. So and our, the termination point is not the behavior. The termination point is Christ. Yes. And that's, I think, the difference between anyone who's trying to live up to an ideal that we see online right. or the, an ideal that, that, has whiffs of Christianity. Uh, the difference between holding to that form of godliness, but denying its power mm. between holding the form of godliness and actually giving it its power is to terminate whatever that is in the personal work of Christ mm -hmm. and say, it's because of Christ it's yes. through Christ. It's by his power. It's for his glory, not my own, but his. So if you are listening to this, you've w watched this entire episode, you've heard the entire episode. Um, and you are thinking this trad wife stuff is weirdly appealing. Well, we're here to tell you because there's <laughs> probably something in there that is, yeah, there's there's some truth and goodness to be had in there. And But if you don't know Jesus, it may or may not make sense. So we want to invite you into relationship with Christ. If you don't know him, find somebody that you know is a Christian, talk to them, ask them to read the Bible with you, ask them to show you to a pastor who preaches through the Bible and then we want to call you brother or sister in Christ and a pastor will walk you down that process of what it means to place your faith in Christ. If you don't have friends like that, you don't have a pastor that you know of, we have a website, thenewsisgood.com. Check that out. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for the beautiful design that you've given us in biblical marriage, in the roles that we can play as men and women in the household. Father, I ask that you'd give us wisdom as we navigate those, Lord, and, and I pray that you give us uh, the power to be faithful. Um, Holy Spirit, well up within us, a desire to be faithful according to your standard, not some worldly trend or worldly standard or some standard we would place upon ourselves. We want to be faithful according to you, according to your standard, Lord. Pray for the husband and wife who might be struggling right now. I pray that you would strengthen them, give them a clear path forward, and give them the uh, the wisdom and strength to step their, to place their foot upon that path in faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for hanging out, you guys. This has been a fun episode. Uh, if you haven't yet, like I mentioned earlier, check out Fierce Parenting. We're having a good time over there. If you want to partner with us, go to fiercemarriage.com slash partner. We would love that. Other than that, this episode of Fierce Marriage is... Can. We'll see you again in seven days. Until next time. Stay fierce.